The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Oh, man. It is a fabulous football Friday edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola, and it's a victory Friday yeah. as well. <laughs> Senior pros. Senior pros. Senior pros. Not the right. senior bowl. That's senior pros. As opposed to the college, senior college boys. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were so closely aligned. Ah, yes. Here it is. Cowboys going for four in a row just a few miles away from the birthplace of one Jerry Jones. Hmm. That's right. Who... And it was nearly 80 years ago that Jerry Jones was born, just miles away from SoFi Stadium. Nearly. Nearly 80 nearly years ago. Nearly 80 years. Next Thursday is Next the big Thursday. day. That's right. That's right. We're counting down. We, should we so, do should this, is this Should we count down to Jerry's so, birthday? Well, I think a good <laughs> countdown... Uh, he needs two wins. He needs two birthday presents the next two weeks. He needs an early birthday present on Sunday and a late birthday present in Philadelphia the following. So mm-hmm. did I hear this right? His birthday in Switzer's the same? or No, they're close? like a week, uh, a week apart. Switzer just turned 85. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep, like uh, October 5th, something like that. Did you hear that? Yesterday, maybe? Wait, they, wait. They, Barry's older than Jerry? Eight, oh, yeah. Five years. He, yeah. he wow. was co- Well, he was coaching them at Arkansas. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Did not know that. So they they had Switzer on. Yesterday on the ticket? Yeah. Did yeah. you hear it? I heard it. Did you hear it, what yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry called. They punked him. Oh, no, they did Gordon, Gordon did Jerry's voice. <laughs> fake Jerry call. Fake yeah. Jerry, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and he, was going, he was going along with it, and then he goes, Jerry, is that your ass? It was Gordon that's so Switzer. him. Yes, right? Yes. right? So that is so Switzer. Uh-huh. The, oh, boys, the boys got me, uh, my old uh, Berkner alum, Ben and Skin. Uh-huh. They got me one day with a, with a, with a, with a punk call. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah, I can't remember what happened. We were talking about a bunch of crap, and I don't even know who I thought he was. And then finally, I, you just kind of catch on. Right. Like, okay, this is going off the rails here. Who is right. this? You know. And, of course, they were my, my alumni, Ben and Skin from, from Bergner. Uh, speaking of Switzer, it, of course, it's uh, either Texas OU weekend or OU yeah, Texas right. weekend, <laughs> however you want to phrase it. And, uh, so Barry headed down here, may already be here for it, which reminds me when you uh, – the the word that you used there, uh, Mickey, or that Barry used, uh, reminds me of an old story uh, where Gerald Ford – that Switzer talks about uh, Gerald Ford learned what it was like coming down the ramp at the Cotton Bowl at an OU Texas game. In 1976, he was in town for the coin flip, and his Barry Switzer, Daryl Royal, and Gerald Ford headed down the ramp to go flip the coin. And the Switzer tells the story, and OU fan leans over the railing and says, <laughs> and says, Hey, who are those two a-holes with Switzer? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's all you need to know about the ramp at the yeah. Cotton Bowl. <laughs> That's Texas for you now, buddy. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, man. It's also Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. It's uh, fabulous. This, you by think the they way, would do that? You think they would do that in a Big Ten game, Michigan and Ohio State or something like that? One the one forward from Michigan. Yeah, he's Michigan. Guy. Yeah, yeah, Michigan man. Yeah, that's right. One the one how many yeah, confrontations he's had. Yeah, that's a good Come one. On. He actually played. I, <laughs> yeah, I believe exactly. Uh-huh. I remember that's right. Correctly. <laughs> yep. Uh, so this is uh, annually my favorite uh, football weekend of the year because of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, even when we uh, take our lumps, which is going to happen on Saturday, <laughs> uh, here's a reason to tune in. The number one pick in the draft is going to be playing quarterback for the Texas. Not this year's number one, pick, uh-huh. but an event. Eventual number one pick in the draft is going to be playing quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. That may be the difference in this game. Well, no, the difference in the game, it doesn't matter whether he's playing or not. But uh, we'll see. Quit being so negative. <laughs> but uh, have you seen our team play the last couple of weeks? I saw Man, yeah. so disappointed. <laughs> so, Jeez. But it's in great hands with Brent Venables, I'll say that. But anyway, so there, that's a reason to tune in at 11 a.m. tomorrow. This is, by the way, the only Big 12 game involving unranked teams. Every other, all four of the other uh, Big games. Twelve games have ranked teams playing each wow. against each other, and the game of the day, much to your chagrin, Mickey Spagnola, Kansas. is unbeaten Kansas hosting unbeaten TCU in College Game Day is in Lawrence, Kansas, for it for the first time since two thousand seven. Really, I believe I remember. okay. What all is right. going on in Kansas, man? They are doing some. You things. You know what? They got a bunch of. Transfer portal guys from big schools, and they're, they're which is how Sonny Dykes did it at SMU right. and at TCU. And what's too. the guy's name? Leipold. Leipold. Uh-huh. I'm not exactly sure how, how you pronounce the it, last name, but, but he's Lance done, is the first name. He's done. He's done <laughs> one heck of a job. Yep. That and and got some the, players. That remind me of. Uh, Akeem Tlaib's Kansas squad. That's right. Back That's in right. the day, they were. You they know, came they came out of nowhere. They well, we talked about it. Uh, maybe beginning of this week, where they went to the Orange Bowl uh, 15 years ago, whatever. Yeah, when they mm-hmm. when yeah. the Big 12 screwed Missouri over. <laughs> <laughs> Sent Kansas Missouri, to the Orange Missouri, Bowl. Missouri beat Kansas. Okay. And then Missouri went to the Big 12 championship game and lost to Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And yet Kansas, that was their only loss of the year for Kansas. Kansas got to go to the Orange Bowl and – Where'd you guys go? We went to the SEC. Oh, okay. <laughs> you went to your doom. You there went you to go. your doom. No, we went where they were going to pay some money. And no, there you go. And then you got doomed. Yeah. That was well, a great I, life. I, yeah. After they went to the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you watch any Thursday night football last night? I basically finished, almost finished my Friday column last night watching that game. Okay. Yeah, I bet were, you did because there wasn't it, nothing it was to watch, nothing right? Nothing to watch. You had no distractions whatsoever. So did they figure out when's the last time there was an overtime game with no touchdowns? I'm not sure. I I'm not sure. Twelve you, you know. Twelve to nine. No, I, I'm asking oh, I thought maybe at, you at one had point at one point in the game there was no touchdown. It was the first time this year that there were no touchdowns scored in the first half of a game. I remember them saying that. So, um, 12 to 9. 
twelve to nine. And it, it, it was it, that the game, the score makes it sound more exciting than the game actually was. Because we just talked yesterday about one of the greatest games in Cowboys history was a five nothing right uh, playoff win over the Lions. And by the way, Everson, you may remember this. That was two weeks after the Cowboys beat Cleveland 6-2 to two in a game, wow. which was another great wow. game. And then we were talking about the doomsday defense. You don't necessarily have to score a lot of points to have a great football game, as evidenced by that. But but this game but this was, was not yeah. about defensive no. excellence. It was about just offensive mishaps. Ineptitude. And ineptitude. Thank you. That's a good word there, Wordsmith. I like that. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it was just so hard to watch. I mean, I'm, I mean I, I, it's like – I was on the phone talking with someone, and I forgot that a game was actually looking at me. You know, that's just how bad it was. It wasn't even enough to be a distraction. The game went into overtime, and the Denver fans were streaming out of the stadium. <laughs> they didn't even stay for overtime. I don't blame them. I don't blame them because that's the last thing I wanted was for um, – uh, God, who they put with Denver play uh, – Seattle. Seattle was for Seattle to come down and what? kick that field. No, it was not Indianapolis. Seattle. Indianapolis. Sorry. The Colts. I was thinking yeah, yeah. Wilson. For the, for the Colts to come down and kick that yeah. field goal. Yeah. I did not want that. When they started driving down, like, man, this game is not going into overtime. I was sitting there going, they're on mountain time. They don't have to get home for the news <laughs> at 10 o'clock. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Do you think they're sort of starting to rethink that trade for Russell Wilson? Well, you know, you can trade for Russell. But get him some help because I can see why Russell came there. Right. You're looking at what Cooper Rush is doing right now and really uh, even Aaron Rodgers. You're going to allow your – you're playing to your defense like Nate always talking. You're playing to your defense. Right. Russell came there thinking, we got a heck of a defense here. Really could be one of the best defenses in the, in the, in, at least in the conference. And I, they, can, they can help me ride along until we get our offensive scheme together. In the meantime, defense, you hold it down. And they did. That's why he came there. Yeah. But offensively, they still have so much – well, injuries, obviously. The running back's going down. I think a couple of offensive linemen went down. And now you're sitting there with a a horrible offense and the defense is – they're kind of – what's that side eye? The defense is giving the offense a side eye. Like, like hey, man, what the hell the are you guys wide doing? Wide receiver K.J. Hamler is giving Russell Wilson the side I eye. I heard about that. that. Yeah, I heard about that. Well, he was – is that number one? He was wide open on the he right side. He was wide open. Now, having said that, go ahead, Everson. I, I saw the... Russell was forced to go to the left. My man was coming from the and right. And we don't, we don't know what the reads were. I mean, we don't but he know was what looking the... left the whole time. Exactly. Well, well Which... he had no choice because everything was, was, was convoluted on the, on the right side. Okay. He, couldn't, he couldn't have made that throw if he wanted to. First of all, he's only 5'10". Right, something like that. Whatever. Second, those linemen. There was well, a guy they, up in his it face. It was two guys that were really coming right. at him and his offensive line. I think that. So he sc- couldn't even see the guy. He and then when he it. threw it, I think he couldn't even see where. It was too late then. Like maybe run the ball. Well, well it was too late then. It was <laughs> run late. the ball. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which gets back to how about and. We're not going to dissect the whole game. You no. go ahead the end of regulation. They don't deserve that. It doesn't deserve but, our time. But how about the decision by Nathaniel Hackett? You're, it's fourth and one. Your offense has been awful all day, if not all season. Especially <laughs> and, the and last Indianapolis <laughs> offense has also been awful all day, if not all season. Okay. 
you're down three. You've got two timeouts left with over two minutes left in the game. It may have been three left, okay? I think maybe whatever it was, okay? You got the two timeouts and a, and a two-minute yes. warning. Yes, Okay. yes, yes. All right, so you basically have three timeouts. Right. You got the two-minute warning and two timeouts, yeah. okay? Go ahead. Kick the field goal. Make it a tie game mm-hmm. and then kick off. Rely on your defense to get a three and out, and you use your timeouts and then try to kick a field goal to win the game. You're in the mile-high city where you can kick field goals from 60 yards away. Right. Sort of the way the Colts did to tie it up. Right. But why drive. didn't Nathaniel Hackett not do that? Well, it goes back to the first game of the year. It sure does. In Seattle. It sure and does. And that's when he decided to kick a 60-yard field goal that was no good and that's not right. put the football in the hands that's of his right. $300 million quarterback. Because they said, that's and why so you now, signed him. And this so is the moment. this time, he made this decision because, by golly, I'm putting I'm it in putting the hands of hands. my quarterback, Russell <laughs> You wanted Wilson. it, you got and, it. Yeah. And my, uh, when, what I exclaimed when I saw that play, that's the best play you've got? <laughs> exactly. With Russell Wilson, yeah, and that's the problem. You're gonna use your your Superman, but you using it, you you don't use him in the proper manner. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different thing. Now, yeah, now he's got a offensive assistant upstairs. That's right. With veteran advice. Well, coaching. that came from the first game of the week. Yeah. That's why they signed the veteran yeah, right, assistant. That's right. right. And yeah. the second week. Right. There's an also, I can't. I wasn't watching the second week, uh, but against Houston, similar well, things happened. Mm-hmm. That's when they it hired It all him. goes back to what Parcells would say, whatever works was the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, it, that didn't it sure didn't work. No. no, no, no. Having said, having said way, that, you got to make it work, whatever you call. Yeah. I believe is what he's trying to say. How good does the Tyler Smith draft pick look hmm. for the Cowboys mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, baby. And how much criticism did the Cowboys get making that draft A pick? A whole lot. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. from this guy over here. <laughs> no, come no, on, man! No, no because come you didn't. You, didn't you were it. the one that said they took a guard, and no. I said no. I, I don't said want take a guard. Tyler Smith. That's what I but said. But they didn't take a guard. They yeah, I know. A they took a tackle. Yeah. Who was going to play guard first, and mm-hmm. then Tyron got hurt. Mm-hmm. All right. If you don't take Tyler Smith at twenty-three or whatever it was in the first round, okay, the Cowboys pick. Okay. All right. The next offensive tackle you probably would take would be the guy that was out there for Indianapolis <laughs> yesterday. Bernard Raymond Raymond. Well, that's what everybody name. wanted him and to he take. Was, he was the third round pick. He, yeah. He, actually, there's a guy that Seattle took Abraham Lucas uh-huh. in the third round who's playing great mm. at right tackle for Seattle uh, early this season. Yeah, but Tyler Smith playing left tackle. Yeah, exactly. We you, need need, left. you need a left we tackle. Need a left. Yes. And, they, and, and Seattle took a left tackle with their first round pick up right. in the top ten. So cross. So, but that that is what the Cowboys were looking at on their draft board. Once Trevor Penning went to uh, New Orleans at 19 or whatever, and now they're looking at their draft board going, okay. And they had Tyler Smith rated higher than, than where they took him. Right. Okay. And now you see rightly so, uh, the way he's playing through the first four games of his career. And But if they didn't take that guy, that's what you were left with what Indianapolis was playing out there at left tackle. Which ended up getting their quarterback sacked six times. He was under siege the whole game. The whole game. And they were missing their center. Ryan Kelly was out, too. I feel so sorry for him. Maddie. Richard, which, by the way, remember I told you about last Thursday night's game and I wasn't sure who was all on their 
their panel, the post game. <laughs> yes. And I said one guy was totally out of control. Yeah. Richard Sherman. Yeah. He was. He was life. totally out of control last mm-hmm. night. He was screaming. Uh, you know why he was screaming? I know because he remembered the 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 Super Bowl play well, no, on the goal no, line. Well, yeah, that could be a point. But my my point is this: he was criticized heavily for being uh, uh, suspiciously quiet through the whole to concussion thing. Well, I didn't think uh, he uh, was. No, well they well they were saying that he should have said this was his moment. You're talking last week. Last, last week. week, this yeah. was his moment to say more. And he was highly criticized by a couple of uh, sports writers, and I think he was trying to really make up for that I think from he over, last week. He overdid it. I promise. I, I, when I, I couldn't hear him, but I saw him talking a lot. Oh. Like, he's trying. He's trying to uh, compensate. He's overcompensating. I mean, he was yeah. ready to he come out, uh, come through my TV screen. Yeah. yeah. And, and at one point, uh, Fitzpatrick had to go over there and whisper in his ear, and I think he was telling him. Hey, you need to settle down. That's that's. I'm just telling you. That's an uh, overcompensation for not saying enough about Tua and the things that went on with him last week. So, and we got to take a break, so we don't have time to really. Well, we'll do this when we come back. Mm-hmm. All right, Cooper Rush. One of the best things that he has done. What what is the best thing that Cooper Rush has done since? Uh, taking over as the starting quarterback when we come, besides win games, (laughs) when we come back here on Mix Shots. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to Mick Shots. So, Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now. 
214-225-4860. And that's kpostcompany.com. All right, and we continue with mix shots here on a fabulous football Friday. What is the best thing that Cooper Rush has done besides win games that has enabled this team to win games? Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? I will. Lack of turnovers. Oh, that was mine. That's <laughs> because you're smart. Lack of turnovers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, n- okay. Nope. Let's nope. let's make it. Let's make has it. Has he had a turnover? Let's he make it the top two things. That he has done. Because I will agree with you on the turnovers. Yeah, I guess the turnover, that would be low-hanging fruit. We could all figure that one out. Uh, I don't have a second answer for you, but I will say that it overcomes our inability on third downs, you know, not not having those turnovers. This is in my, – my suggestion is in concert with his offensive line. That is avoiding the sack. Interesting. Yeah. You look at last night's game, Matt Ryan, six sacks, 51 well, yards, and the hidden yardage that comes with that. And Stafford last week or Monday night against the Rams seven, got mm-hmm. sacked seven times. Mm-hmm. That was not a productive game. They didn't score a touchdown in that game. Let's see, Matt Ryan did not score a touchdown in last night's game, getting sacked six times. We saw it with Burrow the first couple of weeks of the season where he got sacked six and seven times. Have uh, we been? Have we been let off the hook? Because I don't recall, and maybe it's just because our offensive line is so good at this point, uh, I don't recall him being inundated while he's in the, in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't see many uh, – are they laying back playing zone on Cooper West? Because I don't see many blitzes at all. You haven't seen many all-out blitzes I to where he's just under duress like that. I think it might be a game plan, too, that's helping him out. You know, the the fact that they are, I mean, even against Washington, what was it? How many yards of carry the Cowboys get? Three yards of carry? Mm-hmm. But they barely. barely you know, yeah. But they still showed runs, run. though, I think yes. it was. Yes. Or 26, something and like that. It is the a similar offensive scheme and, and play calling that what the Cowboys had when Dak was a rookie. Um, in 2016. I think uh, I don't think they feel any pressure to have him live up to his contract, but I think that they rely so much on his ability to pass us out of trouble that it, it, it's just in – I love how you said it. It's just in Kellen Moore's DNA, first mm-hmm. of all. It's hard to get that out of him. Right now, I think he's fighting with himself at, at every game, with every game plan because he wants to do a certain thing but it's contrary to our success because right now we are better off with a more conservative game plan, which is not his style Especially at all. with the defense that he has. Okay, It's hard for him to play to that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, McCarthy had a pretty good comment towards the end of his press conference today. He was talking about um, that you got to have big plays. And he said we treat big plays uh, as – Big fundamentals. He goes, when you go into game, I got six fundamentals that you have to hit, and one of them is big plays. And when he calls, when he mentioned big plays, uh, he he mentioned that it was like chunk plays on offense, uh, sacks, turnovers, things like that. That all goes into big plays. Of course. And he said you want to have thirty a game, 
And he said this <laughs> last game we had 31. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. And, he, you know, he's talking about uh, whatever the whole thing is. But uh, he said that's what this NFL has come down to because they got into about what's going on with the lack of scoring mm-hmm. uh, in the league. And, you know, he was talking about the trends that defenses now are playing more scheme on first and second down before it was – Oh, you go into nickel on third down back in the day. Right. Right. right now right, it's right. like they're they're concentrating on first and second down, mm-hmm. which is making third down uh, more difficult. Um, and and he said they're they're just scheming more to be more aggressive on on those downs. And you got a lot of young quarterbacks now playing sooner than maybe guys did in the day. Right. right? They're they're not ready. And then the the and we've talked about it all week, I think, or last week, about just the problems teams are having on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. The offensive linemen, you know, just that is the main problem with every team, right? Offensive mm-hmm. line. How many offensive linemen? A battle of attrition between offensive linemen in the league. That's just crazy. See, and I think those guys are the ones that are hindered by the rules we have now in the off season. Hmm. Because offensive line have to, they got to be physical, right? Training camp, you got to have pads on, and you know you're limited on how much those guys can practice the way they need to practice, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you can't have contact or any sort of, you know, contact in the off season, mm-hmm. um, in OTAs or mini camps, and you know those are the guys that I think lose it because the defense, it's not as in concert as the offensive linemen have to be, right? You got to pass off, you got to have two double teams and things like that. Well, it's hard to do that when you're just walking through, right? right? And I think that's ham- hampered them along with the fact of how they play college football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you see these, these top offensive linemen, it's like, okay, but did you run block? Because you're going to run block in, in the NFL. Much more than in right? college. Yeah. yeah. And and you're not always uh, quarterbacks, you know, rarely under center. And and so, yeah, I think all of that's – I don't know if it's caught up with the league or it's just a, a passing trend, but last night was just an indication. The, this year, you will, we will not see this again next year. Laws right? – rules will be, will be made. I got this. There will be some rule changes that will stop all of this because they don't want a guy like me sitting back talking about how boring – a Thursday night game was. I found this stat that um, last year Stafford threw a touchdown pass in every game on the way to the Super Bowl. He's got zero touchdown passes in back-to-back games now for the first time since weeks 15 and 16 of 2016. 2016. He's only got four passing touchdowns in four games, which I'm sure is one reason why Mike McCarthy was taken back about being a a five-and-a-half-point underdog. (laughs) 
He, he was thinking five and a half. Oh like, no, that's too uh, too much for us guys. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're on the other end of that. <laughs> yeah, <coach>. right. <laughs> Which probably crosses his mind. Okay, yeah, we've got a backup quarterback, but have you seen all the backup offensive linemen that are out <laughs> right. there for the Rams? That's right. That's <laughs> Which right. will make a Super Bowl winning quarterback, the most recent Super Bowl winning quarterback, throw six picks and only throw four touchdown passes wow. the first four wow. games. Yeah, I mean, it's, more picks than touchdowns. So there, there's a lot going on right now that's you know kind of catching up with these rules of protecting players Mm -hmm. but not allowing them to improve. Well, the rules they need to come up with are rules that protect offensive linemen from getting hurt. Well, that's true, too. (laughs) Because if you look at the Rams, there's a good chance they'll have their two starting tackles and three third-string guards and centers. In this game. Now we'll see if, if uh, Edwards makes it. David back. Edwards, their starting left guard, missed last game. He has a concussion. Right. And so we'll see uh, whether he is back for this game. They're starting center at the beginning of the season. Brian Allen started against Buffalo. He suffered a knee injury and hasn't returned. Uh, coming Could be out for the season, I, I read. Uh, okay. Um, so, and their third-round draft pick this year, who is projected to be their starting right guard, he was in a battle with Coleman Shelton in the preseason. Right. On August 20th, he suffered an ACL injury. He's out for the year. And Shelton. And then Shelton in this last game left uh, with an ankle injury, and he's going to be out the next uh, six weeks, I think. Anyway, Um so they've got and, – and then they lost Andrew Whitworth uh, off of right. their Super Bowl team. So Joseph Noteboom has been starting at left tackle. Bobby Evans from Allen, Texas, has been has moved from tack, backup tackle into one of the guard positions and actually got seven – he had his first start in their last game Monday night at San Francisco uh, at left guard. And so, I mean, that, that's what you're looking at. Um, also – uh, I went back and got their starting lineup from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They are missing seven of their eleven offensive starters from last year. Not, I mean, not just injury, right? Just guys, Whitworth, uh, Austin Corbett. There's one of their starting guards last year signed with Carolina right. in the off season. Whitworth retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Jefferson is hurt. He's yep. he's. I think he's still on. I don't know if he's on injured reserve. Beckham. Beckham is not there, and that's huge, right? And that's why Cup's getting all the uh, all the targets. <laughs> why is? Uh... And they even changed basically changed starting tight ends from the uh, from the Super Bowl team. Two two things. First of all, why is Beckham still out there? I mean, I'm sorry. I, I know. He was injured. I think it's probably his own choice. He's, uh, I would think, and if I were him, I would do it this way because the money's not going to be that much different if he signs now or signs a month from now. Mm -hmm. See who's the contenders are. I mean, the Rams, they're sitting there two and two right now. And I mean, you sign with the Rams now. Well, what if their season goes down? I mean, they're going down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he wants to. Obviously, he wants to be on a team that's got a chance to win it all. But he's and really only seven months removed, and, that, and that's the thing. ACL yeah, and it, it he gets he gets healthier and healthier as we yeah. go along here. And there's no, yeah, a team is going to pay the same amount of money I think for him in November uh, as they would now. If he would, so he's like skipping yeah. training camp. And, and see right. the other 
hard part about that, recovering from an ACL surgery. And like you said, only seven months. Yeah, because I'm sure, it, well, the it Super Bowl was yeah. the middle of February, right. probably behind, by the time he had the surgery was close to March. Right. And here's the other part. He, he's not on a team. So he's got to go rehab on his own. On his own. That was my point. Right? He should be, right now, he should be really rehabbing I on mean, his own. I mean, think about what Britt Brown did for Michael Gallup, Right. And he's here. Yes. Now he's got to rehab, hire somebody. I'm sure that whatever. won't be an issue. But yes, he yeah. would have I'd to take do it. That. I'd take it week to week. Yeah. And yeah. wait for injuries to but happen. But they're not the same team, you know. I and I, I don't know if who I heard say this. So we refer to the Rams as defending champs, and somebody pointing out this ain't boxing. You know, when you're a defending champ in boxing, you're the same guy, right? This is not the same team, basically, right? You're not the same like, team one year to the next. Like, for instance, right now, the the Rams have a need, okay, for a wide receiver, obviously. Right. All right. If Buffalo loses a receiver, if Kansas City loses a receiver, if Philly, if Dallas loses yeah. a receiver, play it out. Wait to see what your options are. Yeah, for, yeah. for Odell. Mm-hmm. And so, so my second thing is, is there going to be a cause and effect from this offensive lineman shortage? I mean, are we going to be looking Start at – Start changing offenses? Well, <laughs> no, just there be a market for offensive linemen all of a sudden. You and know? guys will say, oh, I want to go <laughs> be, an, be offensive an offensive lineman. lineman that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Come on, man. No, you know, you sure? I don't know. If, I was, if, I'm a, if I'm a father, I got a little thick kid over here. Like, hey, man, keep eating, kid. I got you, buddy. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to work. There, what, I think what it's going to be, there's, there, and they're, they're already doing this on practice squads. I mean, they're, the practice squads are littered with offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and they're trying to develop them and to where – they can be functional and competent, right. you know. Right. And there's a number of offensive linemen who are late round draft picks or undrafted guys. The Cowboys starting one at and, right and tackle good and Terry Steele and good you know? athletes. Yeah, yeah. That and yeah. so that's it's just you have to you have to continue to mine the field for offensive linemen uh, because that's funny how it's trending. You and, know and so I, it's not so much the money. It's the depth. You got to have the availability. Yeah, yeah because yeah. the injuries are going to happen, mm-hmm. as we found out with Tyron. Too. And you need five of them. So yep. that so means you've got a backup. There. You need ten. And 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 see, that's the other thing is they've short they've shortened. You know, on game day, you, it's, there are some teams that go to game day with seven offensive linemen active. Okay. Maybe you have to look at it that, okay. Well, well, that's why they made the rule about eight to bring two off the right, practice right. squad. So maybe that's where you just go ahead and let everybody be active on game day and then that you can afford to have more offensive linemen on Such your an unheralded position but you're right. of such importance. You yeah. know, there's another unheralded position that we need to address when we come back. <laughs> Here on Mix Shots in a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? 
it means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Miller Lite is proud to bring you QBBQ Fest Dallas, located at Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys from November 4th through the 6th for some of the best barbecue in the country. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. All right, final seven minutes here of Mick Shots. Mickey, take it away. What do we need to know? Okay, uh, they signed two deep snappers to the practice squad. One is going to get the job, and from what we saw yesterday and maybe just talking to them, uh, I would think the veteran Matt Overton will get the job. He's 37 years old. He snapped in the league uh, for what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, seven, great resume. Great seven resume. teams uh, all last year with the Chargers. Uh, so it's, it, it sounds like he is uh, going to be the guy. Um, interesting uh, story about, you know, we never think of this. You know how we kind of kidded about the kicker caravan when everybody shows up well they do the same thing he said with the deep snappers mm-hmm. he goes those four guys that came here he goes i knew two of them you oh, know yeah. and it's like we end up meeting at the airport mm-hmm. right and we, we we share a car ride in the same yeah shuttle. right right <laughs> and, and probably go out to dinner the <laughs> right. night before or whatever he said so yeah we know these guys and he goes but you just kind of stay in shape and keep working and at some point somebody's going to need you mm-hmm. and so uh, and I never thought of this, but one of the most important things for picking the deep snapper is who can block on punts. Because I think the punt block is different from field goal. Yeah, because you it's a slower operation. The kick is so fast, right? right? And the guy doesn't really have time to come over you because you can't line up over the over the deep snapper. But for a punt, they can angle in and they have more time. And you might have actually have to make a tackle. Right. You just might. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so that's that's one of the things you do have that to run down the field. Yeah, you do have yeah. to run. And you're not just running down that's the field. That's why Dale Hellestray yeah. eventually had to retire. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, damn, I got to run. Helly, he was pretty good. All right. Well, look. I okay. Got, I got so. Well, no, I need to know help on my my uh, team defensive name for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You asked me. This was, yeah. I was charged by Spagnola. So I came up with the first one because 
you know, we are just so good at just shutting down everything that the team does. And so I look at, you know, what's the best, I don't know, the, the adjective for that. So the first one I came up with was assassins. Say it again? Assassins. Okay. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Doesn't work. Immature. Yeah. Doesn't work here. Kind of immature. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that would does, fall on deaf ears. Yeah. Doesn't right. does work here. All right. So no. now the second one, <laughs> the second one is when our defense gets going, I mean, they are just so overwhelming to the offense. They can't breathe. Okay. They can't find any way out. There's no way up or no way down. The effects of a tsunami. That's the only thing I can come up with, man. The tsunami defense. That's all I can come up with. And both of them I know very, very youth, very youthful, immature names. But it's kind of hard to beat Doomsday. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, so you that's can't beat Doomsday three. You can't. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna say. I can't even keep. I can't even come up with something that would match Doomsday. I was hoping uh, my my producer Supreme would <laughs> come up, come pull something out of his butt, but I don't uh, hear anything. No. So. That's it. That's all I got, it. man. Is is tsunami. You know what? We'll continue. We're gonna continue, continue working on continue? it. <laughs> continue working on it. <laughs> I will continue that. Yeah, we'll we'll chalk this up to lesson learned. All right. <laughs> Otherwise, one let's, one let's... one just dawned on me, but you can't use the. I mean, DQ Raiders, but you can't use Raiders. They was a nickname for another yeah. team, right? Yeah. So why we and with you the rejected DQ dudes? And why are we with yeah, the DQ? Yeah. What's going on? Did I Dan Quinn? Uh, no, 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 no. You can't put a person to it. Right. <laughs> no, no, you right. can't put a person to well, it. Well, wasn't what was the? You, can, you can't it? even use Micah. You can't play uh-huh. off no, of no, one no, player. No, no, no. You can't. Yeah. use one player. Was one it coach? the? No. Was it World War One? Who were the? The <sighs> Con, Quint, Contrail Raider. What was it? We got to do picks to click. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was like the War of 1812. What are you What's that? <laughs> about, oh, no, you're going way back, bro. They're still on horses. All right. We need uh, picks to click and a pick to win. Well, these guys play like they're on horses. Okay. Let me start off here. My pick to click. Uh, I have – it's going to be a tough game. I do. Uh, I think we're going to be – it's going to be very close. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win 23-20. to 20. Mm. And it's homecoming time. So I see Fowler. As my pick to click. Oh. For Ram. And two I sacks. considered him. Two sacks. Two sacks for Fowler. He was bringing it last week and the week before that. You know, he's making his uh, participation to- ratio towards pl- plays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Plays made. Successful pretty, plays. Pretty high. It is high. Because he only gets like 20 snaps a game. Mm-hmm. So you've been like paying that. attention to pro football focus, huh? No, I have not. Why? Do they, <laughs> they, do they do rate that? that? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. See, I could have my own focus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope yours is better than theirs. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going or am I I going? Uh, Go ahead. All right. My pick to click is a guy who had a kickoff return for a touchdown Mm. and a punt return for a touchdown in that same Same SoFi Stadium in August. (laughs) Gavante Turpin is going to find the end zone. It will be Turpin time in L.A. (laughs) once again on Sunday afternoon as the Cowboys are victorious. Give me a score. Twenty-four to sixteen. So, you, have you got like the Rams' game plan? You know they're going to kick to them. Twenty-four to sixteen. Wow, what a score! Mm-hmm. Okay, the torpedo. The torp. 
Torpedo. 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 Okay, we I like that. We're yeah, now you want to chime in. Where were you when I needed the, the, the nickname <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for the defense? Now you want to chime in. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and Mickey? Okay, my guy, and this is going to be somewhat off the wall, but I think where the Rams are vulnerable on offense is up the middle, and I think we're going to see some blitzing. So let me have Leighton Vanderesh okay. to make a difference. You gotta get a sack and stop the run. What you, what you got? Wait, okay, most hold on. importantly, well, I'm writing this stuff down because I'm, I'm kicking y'all's asses. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's, did you have, you go with a, a person or a name, a, a person I, I, or a uh, score? What'd you go? I went with Leighton Vanderich. Vanderich. Just put uh, LV. Uh, LV. That's all LV. you need to know. LV. And the score, because we're <laughs> nobody's be underdog. Uh, Cowboys 24, 24, Rams 21. 21. Okay, you got two three-point wins, and I got an eight-point win, which sets up the showdown in Philly next week. Hold on, guys. We got we got a uh, which means interruption here. There, there could be. My pick to click is make sure we know who the left guard is. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Nate. <laughs> Well, the left guard is Connor McGovern. Okay. <laughs> and J. Ron Curse, I think, will get a full dose because he's been listed as full all week coming back after he sprained his knee. And that will add to what this defense can do. Hmm. Okay. Especially in those bunch formations that uh, the Rams like to run. All right. Got all that down? Got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, Nate also has a pick to win. Okay. Well, Doyle. Always shocking. Always got one. Yeah. This is the, according to Nate, this is the first regular season game, I think. We just got done through, through the preseason. That was the preseason? Ah, yep. Played four preseason, <laughs> four preseason games. games. Three and one coming out of the preseason. So this is the first regular season game, and Nate's got Cowboys by one point. Mm, well, so there you go. Last time they were, no, I know they were three and one before. They were three and one in preseason in '89. <laughs> That's what everyone yeah. remembers. Hey, I had a I had a fumble return for uh, 72 yards and a touchdown in that game. Did you go that was running not... off the field arm in arm after with Jimmy? The... Yeah, yeah. He came and hugged me. Yeah, he liked me then. That was fun. Was it the last preseason game? The last preseason the one against okay. Houston? No, no. I'm sorry, San Diego. Oh, okay. It was the one before that. Before that, because San Diego was a walk off yeah. field goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I can't Those remember. Good I believe days. that. Good <laughs> I remember it. I mean, we had to go to New Orleans. And yeah. All the laughter <laughs> died in sorrow. <laughs> we didn't get our picks right that week. Yeah. No, we did that year, that entire year. That's right. All right. That does it for another week of mixed shots. And we will shout at you again tomorrow. I mean, on Monday. Monday. We'll kick off Eagles week here on mixed shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!